because you get up early, Jeff Sloan has to get up early to host the pre-W Smith show. And that's what you are listening to now on 760 WJR. All right, listen, uh, we all have dreams. We all have a vision of what we want to become, what we want to be, the best version of ourselves. Do more, be more, rise higher, whatever it may be. Part of the culture here in America, certainly, but uh, across the globe as well. It's just part of the, it's part of human nature to want to be the best version of yourself. But it's hard and it's tricky and the road is filled with twists and turns to get there. It's one thing to be able to have that vision of what the best version of yourself is. It's another to figure out how to take the steps to get there. Well, in the classic context of to whom much is given, much is expected, some people every now and then come along that help us figure out our way forward toward our best selves. And such is the case with a gentleman by the name of Rick Keller. This is a guy that's certainly living the best version of himself. No downtime here. Eight years in the House of Representatives, chaired the House Higher Education Subcommittee, served on the Judiciary and Education Committees. He's an attorney. It goes on and on. He's chased his dreams. He's made them come true. And now he's just written a book called Chase the Bears, Little Things to Achieve Big Dreams. The whole idea behind this book is to help you grasp your dreams and get pointed toward achieving them by doing little things along the way that'll ultimately lead you there. And uh, we've got him with us today right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. Rick, tell us about your book and, and how we can become the best version of ourselves. Well, the book is about becoming the best version of yourself by using your gifts and taking chances that are aligned with your purpose. It's similar to some books in that you have lots of inspirational stories, the kind of stories you would find in Chicken Soup for the Soul, but it's different from other self-help books in the last 85 years and then it shows you how to do it. It gives you a step-by-step formula that you can use to turn your dreams into reality. And you asked why I did it. I didn't meet my dad until I was 14. And at the first meeting, he gave me this little paperback book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I read it six times. And by the time I graduated high school, I was ready to finally call him dad and to finally put this book's formula into an experiment. And I set a goal, even though I was just a mediocre student, I set a goal to graduate number one in my class. And I used these principles in college. And I did. And then I set a goal to uh, get elected to the United States Congress. And that happened too. And so when I got older, looking back, I thought, you know, it would be really cool if I can write a book, a modern day version of that, that can help other people uh, achieve their dreams. And that's why I wrote this book. It's a modern day version, the same key secret formula, but people you know, celebrities, others who've, who've used these principles and, and myself included. Well, I think that's powerful. It's got to be thrilling for you to be able to share what has worked for you in your life, obviously so effectively, with others and just knowing that you're putting them on a path to realizing, as you say, their best version of themselves, realizing their dreams. Let's first define when we talk about dreams, you know, give us some examples of things that are tangible, relatable and relevant, certainly to the, you know, your prescription for how you achieve them. Well, in terms of your dreams, I, I think you've got to find your mission in life. And I believe your mission in life is to use your gifts to help other people, to lift others, because that's all of our mission. And people want to know what their, their mission is. The, the key question to ask for that is, what is your talent? 
What is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort? What do you love doing? What's the thing that time flies by when you're doing it? When you start doing it, you feel like a six, and after 45 minutes, you feel like a 10. You do this thing for free. Now, for each of you, I don't know what that thing is, but I do know that thing is the thing you're supposed to do. And step one is let's discover your gifts. And so I have several questions to help you do that. That's step one. And once you discover your gifts, it's a matter of setting goals the right way, using uh, some techniques to get there, and, and at the end of the day, taking some chances. And I'm not talking about nutty chances like Evil Knievel getting on a, a rocket motorcycle, but baby step educated risks that are aligned with your goal. When people talk about what's your dream, what's your life's purpose, what are you, these are big, heady, intimidating kinds of things to think about and to try to figure out, let alone to embrace and take action on them? Well, the thing is, you know, I, I think your dream isn't an, an occupation per se. It's the use of your gifts. And so to give you an example, let's take Steve Harvey, who most of us know from uh, Family Feud. Well, he started out as a stand-up comedian, and he's using his gifts. And then he hosted a national radio talk show where he's interacting with people and using his sense of humor. And now he's family feud. And so there are three completely different occupations, but the common denominator is in each one you're using your gifts every day. And it's my view from my own experience and from studying others that it's the best way to be happy is do the thing you're meant to do every single day. And so I think that's something you can start doing today using your gifts. If you're locked down and you're 40 years old and you got a mortgage and kids and everything, and there's that thing you always wanted to do, I think you start doing it for free. I think at some point it becomes your side hustle that you spend about 20% of your time. And then at that point, you transition into doing it full time. But it's never too late. I mean, Colonel Sanders had his first KFC when he was 62 years old. So I think you can do it. All right. So let me ask you this. Do you know when you're there? I mean, it's one thing to say, I want to do X, Y, and Z. How do I know when I've gotten there? I don't know that it is a destination. I think it's a feeling that you're doing what you're supposed to do. And I, I think if you look at the people who've contributed the most to society, they all in some way were lifting people up, whether it was entertaining us or healing us or simplifying your life, whether you're Oprah or Steve Jobs, you're making our life better. I don't know that it's ever a final destination that you put your flag in the ground and says, I, I did it, you know, I'm done, peace out, Girl Scout. I think it's a continuous use of your gifts to make other people feel better and lift them up. Yeah. And is this necessarily and fundamentally just one thing that's my version of, of a dream or a vision that I have for myself, my pursuit of the best version of myself, or could it be multiple things? I think there's probably something that you were given at birth that is uniquely easy for you. And, and maybe you have multiple gifts. But essentially what I'm saying is Kelly Clarkson shouldn't be working at her dad's accounting firm just because it pays $70,000 a year. She should be singing. And the guy who's an, who's an engineer and he has these great technical skills and he's doing patents and stuff, he shouldn't be singing. He should be doing the engineering thing. So whatever your gift is, and maybe you have a couple, most people have just one thing that they are exceptional at that, that is, comes so easy to them and it's hard for other people. And I, I want them to do that thing. Yeah. Let me ask you this. It can be intimidating to put myself out there and say, I'm going to try to be this in order to be the best version of myself. That can be risky because, you know, things aren't always a straight path, right? I mean, it can be a bumpy, rocky path with lots of twists and turns ultimately before you kind of get there. We should embrace that, right? 
Yeah, I a thousand percent agree. I mean, there's no question that the, the thing that keeps most people from taking chances is, is fear, you know, and I, I get it. I've been humiliated. I've been beaten. I've been shot at. That's just from my wife after the last <laughs> boys weekend, you know. I know it's tough out <laughs> right, there, you know. Right. But yes, but what I'm advocating is baby steps. So just to give you one example, when I set a goal to get a 4.0 in college and graduate number one, my first semester, I took the easiest classes possible, PE courses and sociology and public speaking. You could be in a coma for two months and get A's in those classes. It was a low bar. Let's, let's start off one step at a time. Don't, don't go in and all of a sudden take calculus and physics and organic chemistry. Baby steps. Great advice. We appreciate it so much. Your book is Chase the Bears, Little Things to Achieve Big Dreams, I assume available everywhere, right? Available everywhere, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and you can get it on my website, rickkeller.net. Rick, thanks so much for being on with us. Thanks, Jeff. It's a pleasure. Okay, back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 